Welcome back to episode 127 of the Crown Refs Podcast, the audio experience for basketball officials. We are super humbled and appreciative that you took time out of your day to listen to us as we do our absolute best to generate and give the listener as much pure value as possible. That's our goal each episode, to present you with the highest quality, highest quantity of officiating information, you know, highlighting scenarios and situations that both you have experienced and you will experience in the future. Hopefully, our content inspires you to love officiating and helps you to raise your overall level of performance both on and off the court. Here's what we got for you today. Episode 3 of Rules Talk. We cover the five correctable errors, the time frame in which errors can be corrected, and apply our knowledge to specific game scenarios to help bring life to the correctable error rule. Uh, very important to note, uh, this rule book we are discussing today is the 2020-21 NFHS rule and case books. Uh, if you would like to expand on rules talk and cover another organization like NCA Women, FIBA, Pro, please let us know. We'd love to have you. Special thanks to Zach Murphy for creating this series. He's doing a fantastic job, not only training himself on the rules, but creating a resource that he is sharing with our community. So I hope you pick up a few items that you can add to your game. Enjoy the episode. And as always, do me a big, big, big favor. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Rules Talk on Crown Refs with Zach Murphy. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode three of Rules Talk, and today we're going to be talking about correctable errors. Uh, one thing about correctable errors is these situations and these scenarios will happen in your game, and they are unavoidable. Eventually, they will happen to all of us, and so it's important that we know as officials how to handle these scenarios. What are these scenarios? Can we correct them? When can we correct them? And how to proceed once we discover a correctable error. So let's go ahead and get started. So first of all, what is a correctable error? There are five very specific scenarios that are covered in correctable errors. And if you've got your rule book handy, I'm in rule 2-10. Number one, the failure to award a merited free throw. Two, awarding an unmerited free throw. Three. Permitting a wrong player to attempt a free throw. Four, attempting a free throw at the wrong basket. Or five, erroneously counting or canceling a score. And that's it. Those are our only five correctable error scenarios. Now, that's only the first piece of the puzzle, though. The second piece of the puzzle is knowing the correctable error time frame. And the time frame is really simple, too. Each of the five correctable errors may be corrected if they are recognized before the second live ball, after the error occurs, and after the clock starts or is already running. Okay, that's a lot of jargon there, and that can be confusing, you know, trying to read the technical jargon. So let's walk through each correctable error scenario, and we will apply a game situation to it to try to make them stick, to try to make them make sense. And the first scenario we talked about was the failure to award a merited free throw. So let's say you call a common foul, not a shooting foul. You go to the table, you report. All is normal, you put the ball back in play. We go to the other end, ball goes out of bounds, now the ball's dead, and you hear the table buzzing you over. Mr. Ref, that last foul was supposed to be a one and one Okay, now what do you do? Well, the first thing you have to ask yourself is, is this error within the correctable error time frame? So let's walk back through that. 
So the crew calls a foul. That's your first dead ball. You put the ball back in play. That's your first live ball. You go to the other end. The ball goes out of bounds. That's your second dead ball. So by the definition, you're within the correctable error time frame. So what do you do? The proper way to handle this scenario is first you're going to come together with your partners, let everybody know what's going on. And to correct this error, you have to award the merited free throws because the crew, that was the error that we're correcting here. So what you're going to do is you're going to go back to the other end. The lane will be cleared. You're going to allow the player that was fouled to shoot the one and one And if he or she makes the first one, they obviously get the second shot. After the second shot, or after the first shot, if it's a miss, we're going to go back to the other end from the point of interruption and continue as normal. Now, the reason you do it this way is because, again, we're going to correct the error and continue from the point of interruption. So the point of interruption is not the free throw, right? So it wouldn't make sense to have the lane filled with players because that's not where we were. That's not the point of interruption when the error was discovered, right? So if we were to fill the lane and continue from that point, that would not be the correct point of interruption. Again, just to recap, if you discover that you did not award a merited free throw and it is within the correctable error time frame, you're just going to allow that player that was fouled or that is merited the free throw to shoot those free throws and then continue from the point of interruption, whatever that may be. The second scenario we talked about is awarding an unmerited free throw. So I'm just pulling out of the rules talk casebook here. If you call a foul, you go to report to the table, and they say one and one. Okay, you're going to turn around to your crew, and you're going to say one and one. That player, let's say they make the first shot, they make the second shot, and after that, you hear from the table, Mr. Ref, that last foul was only the sixth foul. We weren't supposed to shoot those. Well, luckily, that's easily within the correctable error time frame here. So what you're going to do, again, you're probably going to want to talk to your partners, let everybody know what happened. You're going to say, okay, we weren't supposed to shoot those one-on-one -one, uh, foul shots. So what do you do? Well, to answer that question, you have to ask yourself, what is the error that we need to correct? Okay, we allowed a player to attempt unmerited free throws, and they made those shots. So... The error we need to correct here is those baskets that were made that were put up on the scoreboard are not merited. So what you do in this scenario is you're going to cancel those made baskets because they weren't deserved them in the first place, right? And then you're going to continue from the point of interruption. And the point of interruption in this scenario is going to be a designated spot throw-in. Right, you called the foul, let's say that's the sixth team foul. Under normal circumstances, by rule, that's a designated spot throw-in, right? So that's the point of interruption. And that's the point at which you would go back to. The third correctable error that we talked about is permitting a wrong player to attempt a free throw. So at least in my game, this scenario has happened after a timeout. So let's say you call a shooting foul, everybody lines up to shoot, and then uh, Team B coach wants a timeout. So after the timeout and the players come back out, a different player comes to the line to try to shoot the free throw. I haven't had this happen a ton, but this has been, you know, in the few times that it's happened to me, this is the scenario in which it happens. So a little teaching point there. Uh, you always want to get your free throw shooters before they go to a timeout so you know if the right person is coming back to the line, right? But anyway, you discover this error. Let's say the wrong player shoots those free throws and they make both of them. 
And after that second shot goes in, let's say your partner catches the error and he blows his whistle, stops the game, and he comes over to you and he says, hey, Zach, you know, I know White 13 just shot those foul shots, but I thought White 5 got fouled. And he'd be exactly right there. So the way we handle this scenario is similar to how we handle the second one. What you're going to do is you're going to cancel the made baskets uh, from the wrong player that attempted the free throw. But you're not done yet. You also have a correctable error in the first scenario. You, you failed to award a merited free throw to the correct player. So the point of interruption here uh, is actually that free throw. The person that was merited the free throw did not get to shoot those. So even if the incorrect player makes both shots, you would cancel both of those shots. You would line back up with the correct player at the line and allow that player to shoot two free throws. And again, we would continue as normal. The fourth correctable error is attempting a free throw at a wrong basket. So let's say at the end of the fourth period, the score is tied, so we're going to go to overtime. But before overtime starts, uh, you have a technical foul for whatever reason. So we're set to start the overtime period with Team A shooting two technical foul shots. And the crew, by mistake, allows Team A to shoot the foul shots at Team B's basket. Okay, the error, let's say it's discovered before we ever put the ball in play. What you're going to do if the error is discovered within the correctable error time frame is you'll cancel those made baskets. You'll come to the other end, allow that player to shoot the two technical foul shots again on the correct basket this time. And finally, number five, the last correctable error we talked about is erroneously counting or canceling a score. So for example, let's say A1 attempts two free throws. Uh, their first shot is successful. Their second shot is unsuccessful, but you look up at the scoreboard and the scorer counted both shots as if they had gone in. And this one's pretty easy to remember. All you got to do is award or cancel the points as necessary. So in that scenario, because you noticed it, you would just go to the table, maybe in transition, and say, hey, that second point didn't count. And they would correct it, and life is good. Now, there's one more aspect about correctable errors that I want to cover. So let's go all the way back to that first scenario in which we failed to award a merited free throw. So I'll walk through it again here. Let's say you call a foul, you go to the table, you report, you put the ball in play, you go to the other end, and let's say the other team scores. And as the ball is going through the basket, we know the ball is dead once it goes through the basket, your partner blows his whistle, and he discovers the error. He says, hey, we forgot to shoot that one and one Okay, are you going to cancel that basket that was just made? That's something that I struggled with when I was first trying to learn the correctable error scenarios, and the answer is no. So if, again, if you've got your rule book handy, I'm in rule 2-10, uh, looking in article 5. Points scored, consume time, and additional activity which may occur prior to the recognition of an error shall not be nullified. I had a lot of problems uh, explaining this to a coach before I knew my rules um, because they were, you know, that exact scenario just happened. A point was scored, something like, some, something similar happened, you know, and the coach wanted that basket to be canceled. Luckily, my partner knew what he was doing because uh, I didn't know what I was doing, but we got the play right, and I, I came home and I looked it up. So, again... Any activity that happens before you discover the error shall not be nullified. I just want to thank you guys for taking a few minutes out of your day to think about officiating. If you got any questions or feedback for me, feel free to reach out. 
My email is zachmurphy25 at gmail.com. That's Z-A-C-K-M-U-R-P-H-Y 25 at gmail.com. Have a great day and serve the game. Thank you for listening to the Crown Reps Podcast. Serve the game.